baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. We have a few clouds right now and 42 degrees. President Biden is defending his memory and ability to do the job. Following a critical report from a special counsel looking at the mishandling of classified information. Special counsel Robert Hur says he is not pursuing criminal charges, in part because of the president's limited recall during interviews, characterizing him as a well-meaning elderly man with a bad memory. I'm well-meaning, and I'm an elderly man, and I know what the hell I'm doing. I've been president, I put this country back on its feet. President Biden grew angry at the special counsel's suggestion he didn't remember the date of his son's death. I don't need anyone. I don't need anyone to remind me when he passed away. The president says he was interviewed for five hours in the two days following the Hamas terror attack in Israel, a time he says he was in the middle of an international crisis. At the White House, Jared Halpern, Fox News. Kansas is set to nearly double state legislators' pay at the start of next year. The increase is nearly $28,000 a year for rank-and-file legislators, and that will boost their compensation to nearly 58000 from 30000 or an increase of 93%. Lawmakers never voted directly on it. Dylan Deere with the Kansas Legislative Research Department says they were the ones who studied the past pay trends. From 2009 to through 2023, there were no adjustments. So basically, legislative compensation has been more or less fixed since 2009. The Legislative Compensation Commission then took that information to make their decision on how much to increase the pay. The proposal was set to take effect unless both legislative chambers passed a resolution rejecting it by Wednesday's deadline this week. The Federal Railroad Administration has shut down a railroad that operated between Blackwell, Oklahoma and Wellington, Kansas, over what they call a complete disregard for the safety of the public. The Blackwell Northern Gateway Railroad has been under investigation since a derailment that took place in December of 2023. Since the railroad was purchased on October 1st, 23, the FRA says the railroad has had two derailments and an incident where a train nearly collided with a passenger vehicle during what they described as a highly dangerous movement of on-track equipment through an unprotected highway rail grade crossing. The FRA also accused the railroad of having employees falsify records and documents. The agency says they have significant evidence that the co-owner, who is not qualified to operate a train, was operating an engine that led to both of the derailments. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Donald Trump is projected to win the Nevada Republican presidential caucuses. Fox's Lauren Green with more. The Associated Press projects all 26 delegates in this week's second Republican presidential contest, the Nevada caucuses, will go to former President Trump. Now, the former president, Donald Trump, is the only major candidate participating, along with long-shot candidate from Texas, businessman and pastor Ryan Binkley. While he appears to be the leading candidate for the Republican nomination, Trump's team does not appear to be taking anything for granted. 
urging his supporters at a rally last month in Las Vegas to make a big show of support on caucus night. And that appears to be exactly what they did. Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley skipped the state's caucuses and opted to participate in the state's primary Tuesday, where she lost to a none-of-the-above option. Kansas Attorney General is telling public schools that they're required to tell parents their children are transgender or non-binary, even if they are not out at home. Chris Kobeck is Chris Kobeck is, is doing so even though Kansas is not among the states with the law that explicitly has the requirement. Kobach maintains that failing to disclose when a child is socially transitioning or identifying as non-binary at school violates a parent's rights. He sent letters in December to six local school districts and followed up with a public statement Thursday after four didn't rewrite their policies. KNSS News Time now, 6.04, four minutes past six o'clock. Stephen Ted in the morning, KNSS, 6.09 now, nine minutes past six o'clock, 39 degrees. Kansas Wesleyan University in Salina has announced the death of one of their faculty members Thursday. Dr. Eileen St. John was found dead in her office. Police assured that there was no danger to the campus. Classes have been canceled at Wesleyan through today. The bodies of five Marines have been found after the helicopter crash near San Diego. The bodies of five fallen Marines are still in the mountains where their helicopter went down. A statement from Major General Michael Borg-Schulte, read by Colonel James Ford, says working in shifts around the clock in rough weather conditions. Our fellow Marines were and continue to be guarded by their brothers and sisters. He also said, Due to the hazardous uh, terrain and weather, we are currently conducting a ground recovery. The flight was supposed to be a routine training mission from Creech Air Force Base northwest of Las Vegas to Marine Corps Air Station Miramar in San Diego. And there's no word yet as to why it crashed. Jill Nato, Fox News. Another scary incident on a tarmac causing delays for airline passengers. Two JetBlue planes made contact Thursday morning in Boston Logan International Airport with one wingtip touching another plane's tail. No one was hurt, but both flights were canceled. One of these flights was heading to Las Vegas. This guy was on board. We were just taxiing, and, uh, you know, everyone kind of made the ooh noise. Uh, looked out the window and saw that we had just taken a you know, chunk out of the tail of another plane, and big chunk out of the wing of ours as well. According to the FAA, it happened while both Airbus 321 jets were on the de-icing pad in an area of the tarmac controlled by the airline. The collision has been described as very minor. John Saucier, Fox News. The FCC is taking new action against robocalls. The Federal Communications Commission has unanimously adopted a new rule that classifies calls with AI-generated voices as artificial under the Telephone Consumer Protection Act and therefore illegal. Violators can face fines of up to $23,000 per call. 26 states' attorneys general had requested the action. New Hampshire is threatening legal action against two Texas firms over calls made to voters just before the New Hampshire primary, in which an AI-generated voice mimicking President Biden urged them to skip the primary and save their votes for the general election. In Washington, Jack Callahan, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 611, 11 minutes past 6 o'clock. And so far, here in the Wichita area, things are looking good in traffic. Really not seeing any big problems out there. The traffic conditions are good. 
Yeah, things looking okay out there right now. The gasoline prices here in the Wichita area still right around two seventy nine a gallon. That most common price. Traffic update from ninety eight seven at thirteen thirty KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. A mostly clear and cool sky here across Wichita and south-central Kansas. Looks like more nice weather expected again today. The south wind turning westerly here this afternoon with a high in the mid-60s. Tonight, some clouds move on in. Arlo 34 as the frontal boundary pushes through. Sunny on Saturday, cooler and 49. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Now a few clouds, partly cloudy, 39 degrees, south wind at 5 miles per hour. At Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Ted Woodward. Good morning, Steve McIntosh. Super Bowl Friday. Yeah. It's just two days away. Hmm. Wait a fuck. Beautiful sunny day across central Kansas Thursday. High temperature was 67 degrees. Normal high 47. 20 degrees above normal. Did you get out yesterday afternoon at all? A little bit. Yeah, it was pretty windy yesterday afternoon, but then once that wind died down, it was just beautiful. Yeah, I went kind of late in the afternoon, went for a walk, and it, it was near perfect. Yeah. That was, I think, the prettiest day we've so had this that's year. That's a blessed day to have in February, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, I've got my fingers crossed it'll last at least a couple more days. This is the uh, ninth day of February on this date in 1933. The temperature at Riverside Ranger Station in Yellowstone... Plunged to 66 below oh zero. Oh, my. Ooh. Better, a while. You better be in that ranger station <laughs> when you record that temperature. Mr. Ranger better be inside. And Yogi and Baba, too. Below zero. Uh, this was it. Uh, this is the Wyoming state record. Ooh. 66 below set in 1933. Wow. Better have that fire going. Oh, yeah. A wayward kangaroo was corralled safely by sheriff's deputies Thursday. After it was spotted hopping around the pool area of a Florida apartment complex, Florida, the Hillsboro. I thought that's like a plot from a Warner Brothers cartoon. <laughs> I was the same thing. I thought the Hillsboro County Sheriff's Office released video and still photos of the kangaroo, including some footage shot from a helicopter. The agency also released audio of a female resident of the complex calling in to report it. Deputies were able to. Figure out the animal's owner and reunite them after checking for its proper registration. No injuries to the kangaroo or any people were reported. I thought of the same cartoon. Was it Sylvester that thought that this kangaroo is actually a large a mouse? A giant mouse. A yeah. giant mouse. Yeah, so Sylvester the cat thought that it was a giant mouse. And, and that it was his <laughs> job to somehow corral that mouse. <laughs> and it didn't go well. No, it never went well for Sylvester. Sylvester was always just a short end on that one. A giant mouse that could hop and had a pouch on it. Hmm. Yeah, Those kangaroo. Was funny. Yeah. All right, let's talk about uh, a, a bounty of 10 African penguin chicks hatched in just over a year at a San Francisco Science Museum as part of an effort to conserve the endangered bird. The penguins began hatching in November of 2022, ending a four-year period without any new chicks, and continued through January of this year. So says the California Academy of Sciences. African penguins have dwindled to 9,000 breeding pairs in the wild. An expert at the museum says threats such as overfishing, habitat degradation, and oil spills have reduced colonies of the charismatic black and white birds. Uh, I don't know how they are different from the birds that once are, you know, that are on the ice around the South Pole or different places. But the African penguin is an endangered species. Forgot to mention at the top of the show this date, 1964. Big deal. 
The Beatles made their first live U.S. television appearance on The Ed Sullivan Show. An estimated 73 million people tuned in to watch the band perform five songs, including I Want to Hold Your Hand. We'll be talking about that extensively in the blur in entertainment news at 8.35 this morning. Well, I got to tell you, I was watching my mom and dad. You were one of the 73 million? Our brothers were watching to see what these guys were all about. My dad and mom had no rude comments about their hair or anything. They just kind of watched and. I think they enjoyed it. Of course, my dad said something about all the, the girls in the audience there in New York screaming their heads off. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, it's black and white and it's grainy, but uh, there they were, the Fab Four on TV. The British Invasion. 1964. All right, it's coming up on 617 now. Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. It's time for leadoff sports with Ted Woodward. Ted? Here we are, Super Bowl weekend, Super Bowl 58 to wrap up the pro football season is Sunday in Las Vegas for the first time ever. It's the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. The Chiefs are in the Super Bowl for the fourth time in five years, only the third time that's happened in a five-year span in NFL history. Rematch of the Super Bowl from four years ago that the Chiefs won with a big fourth quarter. And uh, the Chiefs are trying to do something that hasn't been done in a while. Trying to be back-to-back Super Bowl champs. That hasn't happened in the NFL in 20 years Ooh. since the Patriots did it. Doesn't happen very often. Chiefs are a one-and-a-half-point underdog heading into this one on Sunday. Here's your rundown. Of course, KNSS is your home for Chiefs football. Right. Here's what's going to happen on Sunday. Mitch Holtus and the Chiefs Radio Network will have their pregame show at 3 o'clock during the 3 o'clock hour for Mitch on the pregame. Then at 4 o'clock, per NFL rules, we go to the national coverage on Westwood One for the rest of the pregame and the game itself. Kickoff at 5.30 p.m. As soon as the trophy presentation finishes up, we'll go back to the Chiefs Network for more postgame show from Mitch Holtis and the Chiefs crew. That's the rundown, and that's all Sunday right here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Chiefs pregame at 3 o'clock, and then the Chiefs postgame after the national coverage right here on KNSS. We have college men's basketball this weekend. The Shockers play at home on Super Bowl Sunday. And getting up early, the Shockers hosting 20th-ranked Florida Atlantic. Only four home games left for the Shockers, who are 8-3 and three at home. The Owls are only 3-3 three and three on the road. Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl begin their pregame coverage at 10 o'clock Sunday morning. The game will tip off at 11 o'clock Sunday. And that is on 103.7 KEYN for Shocker Basketball. Huge game in Lawrence tomorrow. Fourth-ranked Kansas hosting 13th-ranked Baylor. ESPN College Game Day is going to be in Lawrence tomorrow. KU has a 17-game home court winning streak. That'll tip off at 5 p.m. tomorrow, nationally televised on ESPN. Kansas State is going on the road tomorrow night, visiting 19th-ranked BYU. K-State making its first visit to Provo in a half-century. New member of the conference, BYU. That'll uh, You can listen to the K-State game beginning at 8 o'clock tomorrow night for coverage, and that's over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. JUCO men's basketball, 20th-ranked Butler Community College, is home in El Dorado at the power plant, hosting Garden City. Butler has won four straight home games. Dennis Higgins will have live coverage of the Butler Grizzlies at 3.45 tomorrow afternoon, and that game is right here on KNSS. The Wichita State women's basketball team is heading to Boca Raton for a matchup with Florida Atlantic. Steve Strain will have live coverage of the Shocker ladies beginning at 1245 tomorrow afternoon. That's over on KFH. Shocker women still looking for that first road win of the season. Indoor soccer, the first place Wichita wings undefeated 
at home hosting the Kansas Bandits. That game is at 7 o'clock tonight at Hartman Arena in Park City. Only two home games left in the regular season for the Wings. you got tonight, and then uh, the next one is a month from now. Hockey. The Wichita Thunder has a home game tomorrow night downtown at Intrust Bank Arena. Thunder hosting the Fort Wayne Comets. An appearance by the cartoon character Bluey. <laughs> and it's Pucks and Pups night, so it'll be a lot of dogs, dogs. at Intrust Bank Arena tomorrow night. Wow. And that uh, game tomorrow is sponsored by 105.3 The Buzz for Thunder Hockey tomorrow night downtown. How about that? The Wichita State softball team has been to the NCAA tournament three years in a row. And the Shocker softball team opens up its season this weekend with five games at the Bearcat Classic down in Huntsville, Texas. Shocker softball getting the season underway. And you might want to check out a uh, women's basketball game here in town tomorrow afternoon. The Friends women hosting St. Mary. The Friends ladies are on a 10-game winning streak. St. Mary is... Just right ahead of them in the standings in the conference. So big women's game. Friends going for its 11th win in a row. That's at 1 o'clock tomorrow afternoon on the west side of town. There you go. That's sports with Steve and Ted. Huge weekend, Ted. Wow. Oh, yeah. A lot going on. A lot going on. Busy February. Yes, sir. As always. 621 now. Keep it here for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. What's in a name? What's in a name? Turns out a lot. That's coming up. Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntyre, Ted Woodward, 6.30 here on this Friday morning, 39 degrees. A police standoff involving a man with a knife in South Wichita came to a peaceful conclusion Thursday afternoon in the Quick Trip parking lot at Lincoln and Hydraulic. The man barricaded himself in a vehicle with the knife. Police negotiators were called in to attempt to de-escalate the situation. And after about 25 minutes, negotiators were able to bring the situation to a peaceful resolution. President Biden responding to the findings from special counsel Robert Hur's investigation. President says he's glad that he's not facing any charges for mishandling classified documents. I did not want to be in a position that they looked at Trump and weren't going to look at me, just like they looked at the vice president. And the fact is they made a firm conclusion. I did not break the law, period. Hur wrote in his report that he believes President Biden to be a Sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a bad memory. The owner of an Oklahoma barbecue company that landed a sweetheart deal to build restaurants at several state parks has been indicted on conspiracy and fraud charges. Ronald Brent Swadley and two other men who worked for Swadley's Barbecue were charged Thursday. Each is facing one felony uh, charge of conspiracy to defraud the state and five felony counts of presenting false claims. Prosecutors allege the company presented inflated and fraudulent invoices to the Tourism Department in Oklahoma. A former Trump White House aide has lost his bid to remain out of prison. Peter Navarro, the former White House Director of Trade Policy, was convicted of contempt of Congress for refusing to cooperate with the House Select January 6th Committee. He's been ordered to spend four months in prison. He'd asked Judge Amit Mehta to remain free on bond while appealing the conviction. Judge Mehta said no and has ordered Navarro to surrender at a date to be determined by the Bureau of Prisons. Navarro had claimed executive privilege in response to the congressional subpoena. The judge blocked him from claiming that at trial unless he could show proof that former President Trump had actually invoked it. In Washington, Jack Callahan, Fox News. A man in Texas is going to jail for what he put into his wife's drink and why he did it. 
It's 180 days in jail, followed by 10 years probation for 39-year-old Mason Herring. The attorney from the Houston area had been lecturing his wife, Catherine, on hydration back in 2022. And when she drank the cup of cloudy water he gave her, she got very sick. The husband blamed it on dirty pipes, but the wife got suspicious when she was offered other drinks and then found empty packages of a drug that contained misopristol, a drug used to induce abortion. The wife says their child was born despite his efforts about 10 weeks premature. Herring pleaded guilty to injury of a child and assault of a pregnant person. The wife has filed for divorce. John Saucier, Fox News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Here we are in the midst of winter, but feeling much more like spring with temperatures soaring again this afternoon in the mid-60s across south-central Kansas. It'll be breezy at times, but a cold front is on the doorstep. Once that pushes through, our low tonight, 34. Cooler on Saturday with a high 49 and a rain-snow mix possible Saturday night into Sunday. I'm KNSS meteorologist and holiday. Now partly cloudy, 39 degrees. We have a south wind at 5 miles per hour. Here at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. 6.33, Steve, at the end of the morning on KNSS. Today is uh, Friday, February 9th. Just a couple of days till Super Bowl, the end of the football season. Hmm. It's been a fun one. been interesting all year long with the mm-hmm. Chiefs. Wow. Yep. On this date in 1963, the Boeing 727 went on its first ever flight as it took off from Renton, Washington. The 727. Before that, you had the 707. And then we had the 7... Now we got the 737. And there was a 747, too, wasn't there? Was I the believe jumbo? so, yeah. Do they still fly the jumbo? I don't know. I don't think so. 747. All right. Quite a history there with Boeing and, of course, Wichita. McDonald's CFO Ian Borden says the company plans to open 2,100 new locations across the globe this year. Oh, my including 500 in the U.S. Yeah, a company that never seems to shrink. Never seems just get bigger and bigger. This growth plan called for a target of 50,000 restaurants by 2027. More on that story at knssradio.com. They're already everywhere. I mean, and they're adding 50,000 more. 50,000 more. They've, no, 50,000 total. They're going to add about uh, 2,100 this year. That is... I, I, Franchise, that's a lot. That's a lot of franchises out there. All right. Let's see what else we got here for you this morning. How about the number of Americans filing for unemployment benefits? Dropped again last week. Number of applications fell by about 9,000 for the week, ending February 3rd, bringing the total down to 218,000. This total feels positive despite recent news of layoffs at big companies overall. Uh, 1.87, almost 1.9 million Americans collecting unemployment benefits for the week ending January 27th. So there's a look at, apparently, uh, we're still in pretty good shape when it comes to hiring. Although a lot of those jobs are part, Glenn Beck, which is on after us, yeah. he did a really good crunch of all these employment and unemployment numbers. I think it was either on Tuesday or Wednesday. It was fascinating. How deep did he go to go well, into he went, he went really deep. Like demographics and yeah, who's, who it is. Part of it, yeah, it was very, very interesting. And I think you just kind of boiled it down to a lot of these employment numbers are kind of bogus. Yeah. And very misleading. Yeah. Well. And headline driven. So, yeah, it was it was a really good, really good crunch of that stuff. Well, we had, of course, if you went through December, you have to usually have the hiring 
at the big seasonal box stores. Hiring, yeah. Seasonal hiring, but and some of the companies put on thousands, like Amazon and people, for for a few days, I guess. But I had uh, okay six thirty five now. Stephen Tit. Well, last night Shelley and I uh, went to a local chain eatery of Italian descent. I went to a local Italian place last night too. This is a chain operation. Okay, you go to. I went to Angelo's. We went to Angelo's for dinner with we, my family. We were on the we were on the west side. We went to Olive Garden. I love the I love the bowl. I love the salad bowl. Oh man, I love that dressing. So how was the food? Did you take the whole family over there? To, yeah, we all we hadn't convened in a while. Oh, that's a good deal. How what do you have to eat? By the way, I uh, went to the hamburger pizza. The hamburger pizza. Yeah, this is pizza day. You know, I did not yes, know. Yes, this is pizza. We'll be talking about that here in a few minutes. Got a lot to talk about on pizza day, as usual. But uh, yeah, well that's good. I had the uh, I had the shrimp scampi, which is shrimp served on a on an angel hair with uh, you know some asparagus and, and little tomatoes. Oh, it was good. A little different for me. I usually like the the uh, the reds, like the lasagna mm-hmm. or the, uh, the spaghetti with with the, with the meat sauce. Mm. But uh, yeah, it was it was delicious and very yeah. nice. We both ate Italian last yeah, night. Well, we, both, we should be speaking with our Italian accents today. No, we don't have any. Um, I cooked Italian yesterday. There you go. Well, yeah, we you. were all on the same wavelength. Well, you know what I say? Bless your heart. Uh, <laughs> what did you make? Uh, I made a uh, like a garlic bread sort of Italian sausage sandwich. Very wow. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Sounds good. Yeah. Toasted right. mozzarella, garlic. Yeah, mm. it's good. Bella. KNSS Radio of the Wichita Thunder, bringing you Red Friday. This will be uh, Friday, next Friday. One week, week from tonight. At uh, And Dante Hall, Chiefs legend Dante Hall is going to be there. This is going to be at Interest Bank Arena. And you can purchase tickets, $75, includes a VIP ticket to the game and access to meet uh, the Chiefs legend. And that's uh, Red Friday and the Thunder game. You can find out more at wichitathunder.com, and sometime this morning, we'll give away a four-pack of tickets. Hey, now. To go to Red Friday. Yeah. 6.38 now, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. And time for the Commodities Update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Stephen Ted. We're still waiting for cash cattle trade to take place in our feed yards. Yesterday in the futures market, we saw the live cattle, feeder cattle, once again score another session of new highs for the current move to the upside. Now, they closed positive, but they was unable to hold their session highs. Now, the weekly carcass weights continue to drop lower. This is due to the winter weather that we went through here a few weeks ago. We've seen now versus a week ago, steers have dropped 6 pounds, heifers have dropped 8 pounds. Lean hogs were under selling pressure yesterday. Some contracts having 10 and 11 session lows. On the close, April live cattle, $1.77 higher, $186.57. March feeders, $1.30 higher, $246.85. And April lean hogs, 75 cents lower to $80.35. Now, Thursday's grain reports were a mixed bag. Conab reported lower Brazilian corn and soybean production. That gave some early upside to corn and soybeans. Then the WASDE report came out later in the morning. It increased the ending stocks here in the U.S. 
for the wheat, the corn, and the soybeans. That gave us renewed downside in the markets. March corn saw another new contract low, and all of our grains closed lower yesterday. Now, today we're seeing a third straight session of the S&P trading above the record high of 5,000. Right now, March Kansas City wheat down four and a half cents at 5.96 and a half. March corn down two cents at 4.31 and a quarter. March soybeans down nine cents at 11.84 and a half. March crude oil nine cents lower at 76.13. April gold down three and a half dollars at 2044.40. The March S&P eight points higher at 5,026. The March dollar index four cents higher at 104.08. And March Dow Jones futures 22 points higher at 38,846. For commodity trading, ag marketing, or managed trading programs, contact Lefter Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866 go to Tom. The S&P's record territory. The Dow was in record for a time. Is it still, still in a record territory or not? It's right up there against it, yes. All right. Hey, I got a comment. You guys are all talking about, you know, your Italian food you ate last night. I ate steak. Yeah, Italian steak or American steak? No, no. Good old American beef. And I had to drive four hour. I had to drive four hours to get it. We had done a meeting last night for a bank out in Greenfield, Kansas. Greenfield. And, uh, yeah. And they served us steaks that they grilled outside, and they were fantastic. Nice. Where's Greenfield? Greenfield is on I-70. It's uh, on west of Quinter. Oh, yeah. Up there in jackrabbit country, or jackalope, right? It's in something. I'll tell you what, you could not have had a nicer evening for February. Fantastic evening. So how many people were there? Was it kind of a a meeting then, you think? Yeah, I would say it was between 70 and 80. Okay. And that was was a home-fed beef then, huh? Yeah, and it was terrific. And and you don't see this very often, but they had it all cooked there, ready ready for you to get in the buffet line, and they had it medium rare, medium well, and well. They had the different, you know, cooking stages of the beef for you to pick whatever one you wanted, and they was cooked great. Well, What's your preference? Medium rare. Okay. That's me. Yeah. This medium rare is great. And you don't put no steak sauce or anything on it. How about ketchup? No. That'd <laughs> get your, you know, there's some areas that'd get your butt kicked. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be severely physically challenged on that one. What? Exactly. <laughs> Well, you know, you're out there in the in right in the middle of of, of rancher in, in beef country, and uh, that's just fantastic. That's terrific. That's like going to Maine and getting some fresh lobster. You know, it's terrific. Way to go! Exactly. All right. Yep. Yeah, well, we, we all had Italian, but you had a steak in Western Kansas. I think you win. You win. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks, Tom. We'll check with you Monday morning. Hey, by the way, who's going to win the Super Bowl? You think? You never know how those things are going to turn out, but I'll be rooting for the Chiefs. Uh, yeah, we're all rooting for the Chiefs. Thank you, sir. 6.42 now, Steve, at 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker on the way. We're feeling better about the economy, says Don. Okay. That's coming up, Steve, at 10 in the morning here on KNSS. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Stephen Ted of the Morning, KNSS. Three big things. Three. Police standoff with a man with a knife ends peacefully in southeast Wichita. Two. Kansas lawmakers apparently will accept a predetermined 93% pay increase next year. One. President Biden defends his mental acuity after a special counsel report on mishandling classified information. Three big things. Stephen Ted on KNSS. Some areas of heavy traffic uh, northbound on K-42, and this is right around I-235. Just some areas of heavy traffic right around that. Watch out. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Mostly sunny today with a high of 93 degrees. Partly cloudy tonight, the overnight low 34. Saturday, partly sunny. Tomorrow's high, 49 degrees. Right now, partly cloudy. 39 degrees, south wind at 5 miles per hour at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. You know what makes a great gift for any occasion? Anything from the Monarch. Shop local for your wine or uh, your whiskey lover with gift cards, apparel, and glassware. The Monarch, West Douglas in historic Delano. A Houston vigilante may believe he has delivered justice, but now he is facing it himself. I'm Anna Eliopoulos with your Fox True Crime Minute. It's a case of vigilante justice gone extreme. James Lewis Spencer III is charged with the May murder of Sean Connery Showers, a convicted sex offender. Spencer reportedly lured him to a Houston park after posing online as a minor, shooting him multiple times from a car before speeding off. Police say Spencer admitted to owning the cell phone that was used to communicate with Showers. It was almost 15 years ago that Showers pleaded guilty to possessing child pornography and then failing to register as a sex offender and was later sent to prison for entering a high school without notifying school administrators. According to an affidavit, Spencer said he was concerned officials weren't doing enough to keep pedophiles behind bars. And quote, if the cops were not going to do anything, maybe he should kill them himself. There's more on this story at foxnews.com. Subscribe to the Fox True Crime Podcast with Emily Campagno. I'm Anna Eliopoulos with your Fox True Crime Minute. The Dow closed up 49 points Thursday. NASDAQ up 37. S&P up 3. Stocks wavering on rate cut uncertainties. All of this occurring as Richmond Fed Reserve Bank President Thomas Barkin says that central bankers can take their time deciding when to cut rates. Big tech and growth stocks outperforming on earnings optimism. Disney up sharply on an earnings beat and theme park growth. Shares up nearly 12%. AI stock NVIDIA, meanwhile, hitting record highs. Meanwhile, investors looking to key inflation data next week. In New York, Jerry Willis, Fox News. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. We're feeling better about the economy, says Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker. Good morning, Don. Good morning, Steve and Ted. You're feeling so good about it. You're out buying Italian food. From Italian. The stuff from Italy. Yeah. I love yeah. Italian. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, 
you know, consumers have been through the ringer. Come on, man. Uh, you know, the pandemic slowed slowed down and, you know, forced many businesses to close. And, and that was followed by the government reaction of flooding the economy with money. That helped some, but it also added to supply chain disruptions that are blamed for this egregious inflation. The price of gas, food, and lumber, believe it or not, have come down from record highs. Uh, but they're very slow to retreat. A University of Michigan Consumer Sentiments uh, survey released in late January reveals that a 13% jump in overall sentiment for the first month of the year. That's the highest it's been since July of 2021 and well above economists' expect- expectations. And there has been a 29% jump in the sentiment index over just the past two months. That's reported as the largest two-month increase since the economy recovered from the recession in 1991. Good news. At the beginning of the last year, we were reeling from high inflation. The Fed's late aggressive interest rate actions have seemed to have worked. Inflation has tamed, but many prices are slow to come down. We're learning that many major corporations are taking advantage of inflation to their price of their products. They're keeping them high while enjoying lower production costs. I guess you would call that gouging. (laughs) Anyway, reports from USA Today, CBS, Business Insider, and The Guardian online tell of how CEOs of major corporations like Kimberly-Clark, PepsiCo, uh, General Mills, Tyson Foods, and other major corporations have admitted to benefiting from increased prices and their net profits increased year over year, and their production costs were lower. Nelson Erdanta, the CFO of Kimberly-Clark, said earlier last year that pricing has continued to be a big driver behind our top-line growth over the last three quarters. Some say they are gouging consumers. Um, Me. Uh, The spotlight is on corporations that have been described as profiteering from inflation by adding to it. Some analysts believe that their next will be relief in sight uh, as prices at grocery stores uh, will come down. So they see see things getting a little bit better for the consumer. And, of course, if you have any questions, you can give me a call over at Saber Wealth. The number is 267-0600. And today is National Pizza Day. Celebrating one of America's all-time favorite foods. Love me a good pie. Whether it is thin crust, Chicago-style deep dish, or anything in between, pizza is an American favorite. Well, it is. I I took four pies out to a company called Cutting Edge. They do uh, they do la- uh, landscaping, and uh, we talked about their four hundred one k and their you know putting money away for retirement. And so I I got on it a day early. Well, good for you. Yeah, Ted had you had pizza last night. Ted? I certainly did. Angelo's? My, I got to tell Angelo, you, my that's favorite, some good pie. My favorite pizza is my wife's homemade deep dish Greek pizza. Huh. Greek pot she pizza? Got, she got a recipe from somebody, uh, a guy I work with, his wife. Really? Uh, and when we were first married. And, oh, oh, it's it's fantastic. Does she put the cheese under the sauce? She puts cheese everywhere. <laughs> she puts because on that's the why they do it in the Chicago deep dish stuff. Oh, they put yeah. it under, and then the cheese bubbles up oh, over the sauce. That's fantastic. Wait a minute. Wow. i got to get her to make some. So, as you both know, pepperoni, the most popular pizza, at 36% of all pies. Wow. Over 3 billion pizzas sold in the USA each year, 3 billion. Add another 1 billion on frozen pizzas. In the United States, 17% of all restaurants are pizzerias. 17%. Wow. Ooh. So... 
Is that the largest percentage of one type of food? I don't know. It doesn't say. But what do you think? We look at a pizza. What's the most important ingredient in the pizza? Is it the crust or the sauce or the Uh, cheese or all that other stuff that goes on top? I tell you, I have a hard time finding a place that has a good sauce. Good sauce. Now, Shakey's used to have the most amazing because it was tangy and it was good. The sauce is crucial. Plus, Shakey's crusts were amazing, too. They were that crunchy, you know, man. I like the thin. I don't like all that, you know, all that. But yet your wife's pizza is hugely thick. It is? Well, I mean, well, the it's crust a deep isn't dish. Though. It's deep dish, I'd say. It's yeah. deep yeah. dish. It's kind of a thin sort of crust. Yeah. Thin crust. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what it's all crust when it's a... Uh, not, yeah. not the way she does it. Nope. She, so, uses, she uses cookie dough on the bottom. Cookie dough? Yeah. That makes the crust out of cookie dough. It smooths uh, it out. Cookie dough? I think it is. It might... No, no. Maybe, so it might be I thought it was biscuit. It's bisquick. bisquick. It's bisquick. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So anyway... We don't have a favorite. The least favorite ingredient is anchovies, and that's your, you like, that's one of your favorites. Oh, I gotta have anchovies. If, anyway. I don't know. I can tell you from venturing into the pizza business for a while, the most expensive ingredient is the cheese. Is it? Yep. It's yep. not the meat. Yep. And, oh, excuse me, excuse me. The olives too are very hmm. expensive. Okay. You know. So. All right. That's an interesting because where we're sitting right now. Was once part of the world headquarters of Pizza Hut. Mm-hmm. I know that. There you go. An original yeah. Wichita company. All right, guys. Are so, there olives in your wife's Greek pizza? Oh, yeah. Okay. Everything you can think of. Is yeah. there Greek cheese in there? Oh, yeah. 656, guys. 657 now. Coming Tomatoes? up top of the hour news, 7 o'clock this morning. President Biden defending his mental acuity. That's one of our top stories. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member of FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Saber Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.